Hello, welcome to the Beats and Bleeps podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Today, I'm joined by Ethan, aka Fail Positive. Uh, how are you today, Hello. Ethan? I'm doing good. Excellent to hear. Um, so, generally, where I like to start out uh, our chat and the, the episode is your sort of origin story as such. So, how you came to be working in music and then writing soundtracks for video games in general. Yeah, um, I started writing music in general at about the age of 12 i started pretty early yeah <laughs> um with a copy of fl studio all of that it was, it was definitely very humble beginnings um i ended up pursuing that a bit more as through, throughout like high school and i was really focused on by the time I was 15, I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to write music for video games. And yeah. I didn't think it was possible to make a living from it, but I had, like, that drive to push forward with it. And somehow, some way, <laughs> this has kind of worked out pretty well. So I'm getting somewhere with it. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, so what was it, uh, what was it that made you decide you wanted to write video game soundtracks specifically um i think i really enjoyed how video game music made me feel as a kid so like i was i really loved um things like kingdom hearts yeah um i, I would play that on our old ps2 <laughs> um even though it was like slightly before like when i was really little uh we had the ps2 sitting around um i was like hey i'll dust this off and use it <laughs> so we had kingdom hearts one and two and i would just play those games constantly i loved them um but i think i really enjoyed the music from them and i was like i want to do stuff like that someday <laughs> so um kind of what ended up being my main goal is i want to make people feel i want to like build or help build these worlds with my music that matter that like i don't know that people really enjoy them i that's that yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, it's kind of like um it's been a while since i've played kingdom hearts but i know there's very like the the way the music r relates to like the moments in the in the game and stuff it's very like emotion driven and kind of like really drives home that sort of um what you're kind of supposed to be feeling with like Sora as he goes through the journey and things like that yeah um and looking back that kind of ties into what I'm doing now because what I have been doing over the past few months has been filled with emotion um you expressed an interest in uh one of the games that I worked on called pine hearts yes that that's actually one that i've been most actively working on lately excellent um and it's probably one of the most important ones <laughs> um, both shumi come home and pine hearts i will probably be talking a lot about because they're what i've been working on and they actually come out next year ah, excellent. Um, shumi come home comes out in spring uh that one's gonna be really fun i'm i'm super excited for that but both both are kind of like similar feel in terms of style of music but 
with uh, Chumi Come Home, the music is dynamic, um, vertically dynamic, however you call it, <laughs> where we've got the stems that play depending on where you are. Yeah. And so, like, when you're flying, you've got the strings coming in, you know, the usual. Pine Hearts is more linear, but there are some dynamic elements. Um, something that I actually just did was I wrote a six-minute track split up into eight different sections ah, nice. that play out through this huge area. So I'm really excited for how that one ends up working in-game. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I mean we'll probably come on to um both of them a bit more later. Mm-hmm. Um so in terms of your like the first game soundtrack you you wrote what was what was the first one you worked on or the first oh, completed game as such? Uh first completed game. Okay, we won't count that one. Uh <laughs> Rogue Glitch. Uh that's it's it's a roguelite platformer um that i worked i started working on it in around 2018 2019 i think yeah somewhere around there um it was in an early access period so it had like multiple updates so i I, i'm actually still writing stuff here and there for it technically it's not fully completed yeah (laughs) there's a couple more things um i think they're doing a content update at some point um but that was my first major project and i think it served as a decent like representative of my work like what i had done so far but i hadn't gotten anything out out since then yeah (laughs) like that's that's pretty much the one major soundtrack that I have out right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I think I actually got. Let's see, it was back when I was um, really early on that I got started on it. I think the developer had been referred to me by Jukio Calio, if you know him. Um, and. That was just like really cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> so is that so you kind of like got that? Um, that's like soundtrack based upon a recommendation by someone. Had they heard music yeah. you had done for other things, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had done a couple albums previously, stuff like that. But I hadn't really like the only things I had done previously were game jams. Yeah. And very, very short game jams that were like, you know, forty hour. <laughs> so be a couple tracks here and there but i didn't really have anything substantial so that kind of like got me something in my portfolio that was for a game another game that i was on around the same time was wally and the fantastic predators yeah it's a very long name <laughs> um, it is also roguelite um but i did i did not stay on that one for the full duration of it so i I didn't end up making the whole soundtrack. Okay. Um, but it was definitely definitely a good learning experience for me because I was able to try out a lot of different things early on and kind of figure out where my my musical essence <laughs> lies. <laughs> yeah. And by now, I think I've pretty much kind of got that like down, like where how how recognizable my music is. I think I've gotten that 
at least somewhat, you know, people can listen to something from me and be like, hey, that's feel positive, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of like a signature sound. It's yeah. in inverted commas. I can't even describe it. It's it just <laughs> the way I write, I guess, the way that everything kind of comes together. And the more I do, the more that is like um, fleshed out. Yeah. So with um, Rogue Glitch, what was the sort of like um, pitch? Like what, what was um, the developer kind of said, this is what we want the soundtrack to sound like or is it more uh they gave like there was some holding tracks or artists they want or other games that they kind of drew inspiration from see i think there might have been like some inspiration bits gosh it's it's hard to remember it's been so long (laughs) (laughs) um he wanted like you know electronic kind of um very upbeat um but also like i want to say a little like quirky kind yeah. of um and it's, it, there's a lot of uh, playful like it's not a super challenging game yeah oh yeah <laughs> another thing that i did um was with the combat tunes this is my first time doing like something even slightly dynamic uh where i had you know the out of combat and then the in combat kind of loop thing going on and that was that was quite fun to do um that's my first experience doing dynamic music essentially um yeah uh there's not too much i have to say about that project it was it was just really fun to work on and kind of got me into the to writing music for video games (laughs) yeah i mean if you'd obviously um like before that all you had done is game jams it's kind of quite a different process having you know a Indeed. much longer period of time to write a soundtrack rather than yeah, yeah we've got a weekend you get much and, more time to polish it yeah and obviously like I, can't, I can imagine that a game jam you probably wouldn't even try and approach having too much like dynamic things oh yeah <laughs> i think along with uh, game jams i was also on a lot of projects like a lot a lot of projects that were discontinued and never saw the light of day yeah there's there's so much music that's just sitting around <laughs> that I, I i don't want to do anything with because it was you know it was originally for something and it, it, to put it in something else or to like use it as in an album or something would be very difficult so yeah. there's just so much that's just there it's sitting around and like i'm never gonna do anything with this <laughs> just do a, a game jam compilation album of, of tracks you've done oh yeah <laughs> yeah game jams are one thing and then the discontinued stuff is a whole another thing <laughs> so uh, following on from Rogue Glitch what was the the next game on your journey that you, you worked on I mean I, you mentioned Wally and the Fantastic Predators um, um, oh there was, there was uh, Sprout it's, yeah. it's Dash Sprout Dash I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, um, so that's kind that of like the like, small precision yeah. platformer kind of yep. mini precision platformer kind of like Celeste. Yeah, um, that one we, I think it was a game jam. Um, the developer was Zed Squadron, I believe. I don't know if he still goes by that. Um, but it was it was for I can't remember which game jam it was. Um, but after it, we were like, hey. Want to continue this 
So he hit me up for me. I didn't do the music for the game jam version, I think. Yeah. So I, I was brought on afterwards, if I remember correctly. Um, and we had like four major areas. And then we had like the final area, something like that. There were, there were six tracks. Um, so we did this in like a span of a couple months. So it was pretty quick and then released on Steam. I got the soundtrack out. So that was like more or less my second soundtrack. Um, technically third. Yeah. Um, and then after that, there was kind of like a dry, dry spell where I didn't really have too much. Um, and then I started working with um, Hyperluminal Games. Uh, they make two games that I work on. Cloud Jumper. Yeah, and Pine Hearts. Um, I did a lot of work for Cloud Jumper. Um, that one's still in the works. I probably can't say too much about that. <laughs> um, but Pine Hearts has been the focus lately. Um, it's a more short-term project. And um, I've written nine tracks for it so far. Uh, 25 minutes worth of music nice eight of those tracks were within the last month of month and a half (laughs) um so it's it's been quite a wild wild few months um but i've been having a lot of fun building this soundtrack and putting everything together um it's very acoustic. I'm sure you've heard bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I think there's bits dotted around various your know, various sort yeah. of like social medias and stuff like that. So the the game itself, Pine Hearts, it's like um, a very stylized, um, yeah. bright open world puzzle game. So what, it's so... a little bit like Tunic in terms of like the looks. Yeah. Um, it's not as cryptic, of course, <laughs> and there's very... not any combat. It's very cutesy. Yeah, very um, cutesy and wholesome, kind of chilled out, nice, yeah. nice times. <laughs> and so each of the different areas kind of interconnect, and there's all these different pathways, and making everything work with the soundtrack has been interesting. We. Um, yeah, a lot of what I've done so far has been um, very acoustic. I've re- even recorded some mandolin and uh, sometimes bazooki, I think. I, I think I used it in at least one track. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been turning out really great. I'm really happy with um, how things have been coming along and I can't wait to share it all. Um, when it finally releases (laughs) yeah i mean i when Um, i was when i was looking through your website and saw like the the games that was i mean they all i actually actually say like a lot of the games they all kind of have a very sort of like bright happy airy look about them but that was like one like i really like the art style and really excited to play i mean you you mentioned like obviously you've done quite a bit of real instrumentation the um the soundtrack's more of like an acoustic style Whereas, like, from what I've listened to for Sprout and um, Rogue Bleach, yeah, it's, it's kind of more, more electronic, not yeah, necessarily I... chip tune, but has, like, elements of that sort of thing in. 
So is it kind of yeah, a bit I of a this, change? I had this phase where I was more working on like electronic stuff, and then I kind of ended up dabbling in more, um, more calm, acoustic, and vibrant stuff. And I kind of ended up eventually kind of merging that, and now I'm doing a lot of both. <laughs> And uh, there's also the side of it, which is more dark and, um, you know, exploratory, um, like Far World Pioneers, which no- which is another game I work on. It's a little bit like, you know, Starbound, Terraria, that kind of yeah. game. So um, there's a lot of, like, ambient tracks that I've been doing for that. And it's definitely been an interesting experience to write for. Um, so I'm excited for that one as well. Um, I started working on that one around the end of last year. So I've been almost working on it for a year. <clears throat> and is there a sort of estimated release date for that? Or is it just a when it's I, done job? I don't think it's public yet. Yeah. Okay. I will not ask then. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously that's, um, you said it's kind of like um, Terraria, but it's like quite also like space survival Yeah, but yeah. also building. You can go to different planets, all of that stuff. Yeah, so um, that, sounds, that sounds cool as well. I mean, yeah, again, that's, obviously space always has this kind of like dark, any space yeah. game, kind of like a dark queue and lots of navy blue and stuff, but right, de- definitely like a different sort of thing that you want with that to a, uh, yeah it's it's definitely a challenge to like keep the tracks interesting because a lot of them are like you know three three minutes uh for for the area tracks at least yeah and um those while they're kind of they have to be more background i i make them stand out a little bit and kind of you know have those that vibrant feel to them that i'm still doing in my other music so i'm kind of like (laughs) keeping my little flares in that and i think that's worked out well so far um another game i've been working on is shumi come home you've probably seen a good bit of that yeah um yeah that one that one's probably the closest out um so that's probably the one that i can talk about most (laughs) i think so shoot me come home is the i've i've made some notes on them when i've watched them and i've just got in in brackets mushroom adventure game <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah um yeah funnily enough um me and the developer like early on we when i was reaching out to the project it was like i i had no idea there was no no way we could have figured this out but eventually we realized we live like 30 minutes apart (laughs) you know like well that's just perfect then so he's like the one client i've got that actually i actually know in person it's really cool um i think especially um, after the last last few years where you kind of just used to never seeing anyone and uh, it's just like Oh yeah, well you know it'd be nice to meet up one day, and it's like, oh, where do you where do you actually live? It's like, oh, I live here. It's like, oh, well, we actually can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I have I haven't done too much music for it, but I have done a good chunk. Um I really started writing for it early this year around like I think it was March or so, but I had done a trailer back in November. Yeah. And then I think we did another trailer this year. And um on top of that, I've done for the actual game, I've done a couple area tracks and uh, a few other things. Uh, most of the area tracks are like essentially fully dynamic. They have all these different stems um, and it's all implemented using FMOD. I actually am not touching FMOD on this project. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's actually doing it, which is kind of cool. Um, and he's been making all the zones like it's pretty amazing seeing all all the zones for all the different instruments in the cave he showed me recently um and you you can hear this if you play the demo but as you walk around you've got all the different instrumentation that comes in and goes away and um depending on where you are like sometimes you'll have just the mallets sometimes you'll have um the pianos You'll have the percussion. There's several different... I think there's two different percussion stems that we have there. So, Or maybe I'm thinking of the second track. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that, that project has been really amazing. I'm super excited for it to really release. And it's been getting a lot of, a lot of good traction on social media, which is always great. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when you're when a game's got like um dynamic music like that it's how how do you approach like writing for that do you write a track in its entirety or you know kind of like a loopable track and then go break the components down or is it kind of well yeah how, how would you how would you approach that um i think my process was more i kind of sketched out the full track and then I just started adding instrumentation upon instrumentation and scrapping what didn't sound good and leaving what did and then I have I have a template yep. giant template where I have you know the different um, stem groups so it, it's it's just um, including like keyed instruments you know you've got the stem with woodwinds you got the stem with strings and that way it's not super complicated and I can actually like pre-mix it a little bit. It's it's difficult to make it sound right when it's in the game. Um, but I think we did okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of like your um when you're producing a soundtrack, what um what's sort of like your audio setup? I know you mentioned you've done a bit of live recording. Um with some of the recent projects is it still more of a computer sample based way you go about things yeah yeah i I use a as far as like equipment that i actually use i I recently um got a powerful mac studio um back at the beginning of october and that was very worth it uh i had gone like a month of not writing music during september because the fan in my laptop had died so i just i'm I'm just gonna get a new computer and uh it took a while to arrive but like the moment i i got it i 
set everything up, got everything working, and then wrote like 30 minutes of music over the course of the rest of October. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was it was an awesome month. I had a lot of fun. Um, and then as for like interface and stuff, I use a uh, Audience ID44. Um, and my keyboard is a uh, FA08, a Roland um, keyboard. And I've got what I'm using right now for mic is uh, just a SM57. Classic. So, <laughs> so nothing, nothing too special right now. Yeah. You not got any like um, hardware synths, or is it just all entirely? Computer no, the, the FAO8 is the hardware synth that I oh, use. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sorry. I also have a sound canvas. Oh, nice. That's a SC88VL. I got that from uh, Stephen Millen, actually, um, if you know him. I don't, but... Okay. Is that, like, one of the the throwback Roland sound, um, sound canvases, or is that a fairly modern one? I can never remember if they actually... Because I... I it's not a modern one. I yeah. think this one is from the late nineties. Yeah, that's because I remember like back in the early days of me gaming in inverted commas was um, when I was PC gaming. There was like the holy sort of sound oh, yeah. cards you could have. It was like <laughs> that, and the air. Uh, it was just like, oh yeah. And then you just got stuck with a sound blaster. But maybe I'm sounding very old now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I use this thing for a lot of like well sound canvas sounds <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i have it like set in my project file i can just pull it out whenever which is nice um i do need to get an adat like interface to add more um inputs so i can use everything at once but this works for now i i have to use it in mono most of the time, unless I'm not using my mic at all. <laughs> you go down that slippery slope, though. You buy a uh, something with more oh, yeah. um, more inputs, and then and then I like, end up oh, buying got... more synths. Yeah, so I've got, <laughs> I got spare more space inputs. for them. Yeah, I can plug them all in now. I've got four things. I'll buy something else. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I don't really have the space for more crazy synths. So, <laughs> <laughs> although I did recently order a desk from um az audio workstations nice. um so i've been working on this like folding table that you've probably seen in some of my tweets if you've yeah um seen them uh, it's, it's just a like a folding table from costco uh, there's something nice about when you <laughs> especially when you get like a really specific oh yeah desk that's made for that is just like oh, everything has a place and everything's at the right height and it just makes you feel that sort of like I mean it's not feng shui but that's sort of like everything's in its right place and yeah. you just kind of feel like oh this is a nice workflow now I'm not like leaning yeah. over or right now it's, I'm, I'm like ashamed to take videos or pictures <laughs> of it because like everything is so nice except for the desk <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it's it's being sorted soon, so it's all good. Yeah, I think it should come in like December or something. Yeah, so. uh, hopefully not as long as it took for you to get your your new computer. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that that I'm not as dependent on. True. So I just need time when it does come to set it up. So when 
in terms of like your yourself your general musical like influences um, yeah any sort of like bands artists that you know one that you listen to on a day-to-day basis or anything that like really inspired you to want to get into working on music so one of my recent favorite composers um i've i've known him for the past i think it was a couple years um dale north Mm. um he's he's been a huge influence to my music and just how i work and all of that um and he's been really helpful in keeping me going (laughs) he's amazing um but i also am a huge fan of his music and he writes incredible stuff like i want to be able to write like that someday you know (laughs) but there's so many so many amazing composers out there that i look up to um and some of which i work with which is really cool (laughs) I, i did um I did. I did write down my answers for that that quick fire list oh, yeah. that you that, sent. That will be coming up in a little bit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I've already mentioned a couple of my, of my answers, or, or, or at least Dale North is on there. <laughs> yeah. As far as other other big influences, um, doo, 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 there's a lot. <laughs> um, have you heard of Crosscode? I've heard of, but I've not listened to, and someone else okay. said that that I need to listen. Yeah, recently, and it's on my um, massive list. Yeah, Dennis is a master at his craft. Um, that, that soundtrack is so good. Um, I don't have it on that that quick fire list because I could only pick so many things. Yeah. Um, but man, there's so much good stuff in there. Um. Let's see, I think that was around 2019 that I first listened to it. So that was that's that's one thing that was like, I really kind of want to go for that, you know, 90s kind of sound, even though that was before my time. <laughs> um, another another one of my uh, favorites is uh, Steel Plus. Um, he did the music for uh, One Step from Eden. Yeah. And uh, Maiden and Spell, a couple others, I think. Um, that stuff is incredible. <laughs> there's, just, there's just so much out there that I'm massively inspired by. And um, I got friends like you know, Chris, Christoph and a um, bunch of others that I can't name off the top of my head. <laughs> but everyone out there is so talented. There's, there's something to learn every day for me from anybody i meet it's like all these techniques that people use but also like you know how they put everything together and callback motifs and um all this stuff it's just great to immerse myself in listening to stuff sometimes i i go on walks a lot and a lot of what i do during that time is listen to other people's music <laughs> so it's it's great so I mean, we'll kind of, kind of like leads on to the to the quick fire questions. So if uh, I mean, you said you got your answers ready, so I'm excited yeah. to get into them. So yeah, um, so 
generally first sort of thing that comes to mind but obviously i know sometimes it's hard to pick favorites but yeah it's definitely hard to pick one yeah (laughs) this is what i kind of try to do (laughs) Uh, so uh what what would be your favorite video game of all time i i would say horizon zero dawn (laughs) nice i mean (laughs) even though i only recently played it it's it's exceeded pretty much everything else that i've played for the most part that might just because it's recent but man it's good (laughs) i literally have i'm playing it right now i hadn't played it before and i mean i didn't i do find sometimes when when people describe games it kind of it doesn't meet up to when you actually play it and the experience it's like oh it's emotional it's all like you know it's all this and it's just sort of like sometimes you actually just need to play it to be able to says there's always those things that's indescribable how it makes you feel and it's got a very very special world and story and characters and there's so much going on in terms of all even things like all the politics and everything like that and it's just it's just really cool I mean, hopefully yeah, I still I played, think I the like, same. This game released five years ago? <laughs> what? <laughs> Another one that kind of like is also kind of a tie for my favorite game, which I also played recently. Um, and it, it's kind of complete opposite. <laughs> um, Amori, if you've heard of no, that one. A. Okay. Um, I enjoy the the kind of, not really short, but like simple um experiences that are kind of driven by music as well yeah um like that soundtrack it does a lot of things right (laughs) it's really good um but i played that a few weeks back it took me a little bit to recover (laughs) it's definitely uh not for the faint of heart um so what what sort of game is that it's it's a psychological not horror kind of yeah it's yeah it's you know undertale uh, right yeah yeah it's a little bit like that i i think it released after undertale because it was 2020 and undertale is another one that i really enjoyed yeah um, (laughs) too (laughs) um but yeah since i recently played amori i'm it was definitely very interesting um I, i won't spoil it if you haven't or for anyone who's listening or but it, it's definitely really good i i enjoyed it a lot should we move on to the next one yeah uh, yeah so fa- favorite artist musical artist yeah. band yeah i kind of covered this already but dale north is yeah. uh yeah yeah uh there's also uh i don't i'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation because um yusuke yusuke yasui i think um he did uh, he does a lot of like FM sort of yeah music. I I've listened to a lot of it and it it's so good. But as for game soundtrack, I had to put Octopath. Yes, that one. That, that's so good. Um, I I still need to listen to uh, the soundtrack from Triangle Strategy. Yeah, I've not played I've not played that yet. But also, there just seems to be so many like I can remember however many yeah. years ago there would be like one or two games square would release and now there's like four or five huge 
RPGs yeah. a year and it's like and now I'm an adult and I have a job and it's like this isn't fair because I can't play them all yeah I've discovered that recently I'm like uh, I have to make a living oh no I can't uh, play games all the time yeah I I even with Octopath I I didn't even get through like the first part of the game like the first <laughs> very very first bit i i just ended up staying still and listening to the music um uh, I, I do need to play that one day but it's a long game it is i mean i what i quite enjoyed is is obviously like it is a long game but also there's the eight different stories so it's kind of eight yeah little kind of things in one big game and it kind of you know if you get stuck on a bit you can go and do one of the other character yeah. stories and stuff like that and it's yeah. i remember sitting at the like the character selection screen i was like uh which which decision do i make which one yeah, yeah it's like, I, I didn't know always feel like oh i'm gonna miss out on this character story it's like ah no you don't it's just where you start <laughs> yeah so then yeah from from game soundtrack the next next quick fire question is your favorite yeah. film and or tv soundtrack yeah i would say violet evergarden Okay. I recently watched uh, that anime, um, and the soundtrack has just been completely stuck in my head. <laughs> um, it, it's fantastic. Um, I also recently watched Ranking of Kings. That one's that one's up there too. One of the things that I want to do someday is score some sort of like short film, yeah. or if I can, a TV show like an anime or something. That would be so cool. But you really have to break into that side of things. Um, so VGM is where it's at right now. <laughs> maybe maybe things will get bigger. I don't know. I'm, I'm still growing. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the opportunity will come around. It seems that... It's just a matter of connections, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get get people that go off and, you know, you may might have worked on games and they're like, oh, I really want to do this as, a, as another project. Yeah. Who do I know who can who can, can compose some music for me? Yeah, and that's where it starts. Um, as for game song, this one was a tough one. Um, I did I did pick uh, Silver Lining uh, from the Eskatos Eskatos OST um, by Yusuke Yasui, um, and that's that's just ultimately one of the ones that i've come back to like throughout the past six seven years yeah i've i've still come back to it and listened to it like on repeat sometimes uh, i used to listen to a lot of that soundtrack uh while i was working on like homework and stuff um it's, it's pretty great <laughs> so yeah i mean we kind of like touched on some of the games you're you've got like you're working on you've got coming out i mean you mentioned cloud jumper we didn't really get too much into that so that's from the same studio that's making pine hearts isn't it i believe some of my music has been shared from it yeah Uh, i think did like a a video on their channel where they have a trailer on steam as well for it yeah i think they also uploaded a bunch of the ost but they were like early versions of it so a lot has changed since then yeah i currently am not actively working on it but i will be soon again and i'm excited for that it's gonna be fun what what can we expect from the game itself and then more from your sort of soundtrack side 
it's a um the description is it's a chill game about exploring the sky uh take the wheel of a flying uh tugboat and launch yourself through a beautiful pixel world filled with floating islands colorful characters and ancient secrets and this project is kind of how i first got involved with hyperluminal games i actually did a mock-up um for it on twitter i think they'd posted a gif or a short video of the game in early development and i was like you know i'll do a mock-up so i posted a mock-up and then i did another (laughs) mock-up and for some for some reason they liked what i did (laughs) so i i and eventually ended up working with them and it's it's been amazing The, the whole team is fantastic it's it's been my first experience working with an actual studio on yeah. game projects so it's definitely been pretty interesting um oh another game that i haven't touched on sorry i'm, I'm like jumping around here yeah, it's fine <laughs> um is katori academy okay i'm sure you saw that one that one had a kickstarter in february of this year i believe and it was wildly successful they did really well uh, i mean it, it was pretty successful <laughs> they made about 100k i think which is not bad. And I have been having a blast writing for that one. I, I started like really getting into the meat of writing for it um, in August onwards, I think. Or maybe it was, yeah, late July, August, around that time frame is when I started writing the actual soundtrack. And um, it's been a lot of the inspiration for it was, you know, Ghibli and um, uh, Nino Kuni. Uh, a lot of that sort of whimsical, magical stuff. So I'm I'm really excited for this one because it's going to be kind of like showcasing that side of my music. So yeah. I've got a lot of portfolio releases coming up that are just going to like actually flesh out my portfolio, which is I'm very excited for because um, I mean that's going to lead to ultimately more more projects to work on. I'll have more out there, more material for people to go off of. Um, so I'm basically just right now, my goal is building up that portfolio. Um, cause I'm still, I'm still pretty, I, I consider myself to be fairly early on in my career. I mean, I'm 20. Um, I've, I've got a long way left to go. <laughs> I think I've got a decent start to my career and I'm just kind of pushing for it to continue. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh katori academy that's um i don't really know how you describe the game but you play as like a wizard's apprentice in a magical kind of school and it's sort of like a life simulator kind of yeah so i I personally have not played the actual game yet i'm i'm waiting for that um but something along those lines it it looks very pretty um like they've showcased the valley area that was one of the first tracks that i wrote um for the actual game and um i'm really i'm still really proud of that one it was it's it's only like two minutes in length yeah but it it works well <laughs> is there like a a release date for that yet or is that still much in development i don't know what they've said publicly um it still says coming soon on the on the Steam page. I'm sure they'll they'll update that when we get closer. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think it'll be too far in the future. Cool. Within the next couple of years, I believe. Yeah, and then there's there's two others I've got on on the list. Where I was looking at ones that are 
coming soon. Um, so there's Calorie Defenders, which is a sort of platformer slash tower defense where you yeah, play as one of the that's actually one of the first projects i picked up okay um i that one's been kind of on hold for my part um it's more on the development side for the past while um so i haven't gotten to write any new music all the stuff is very old so i'm probably gonna come back to it and do a lot of new stuff yeah um we'll see um yeah there's that one uh what was the other ones that you I think there's Idol Paladins. That one is also on hold. <laughs> I should probably update these. One of the games I was featured in, uh, like I, I did guest tracks yeah. for a game called Curse Crackers. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a platformer a la Shovel Knight, you know, that kind of that kind of sort of thing. <laughs> um, and it's got some slick movement. It's pretty fantastic. Um I, I do have, I think, the tracks that I did for it on my SoundCloud and whatnot. Um, it's very chiptune, um, kind of hybrid electronic stuff. It, it was very fun to write a few things for. Um, I think that's pretty much all of the all of the ones that I can talk about. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a few that uh, that I got to stay quiet about for now. I know um, that's understandable. You know how it is. <laughs> so. Um... In terms of, um, like, if people want to keep up with your work and obviously the games, soundtracks and stuff is the best place, your website and Twitter pages for that? Probably, yeah. At least my website. My website is probably where people are going to see, like, the links to everything. Yeah. Um, my Bandcamp page is usually where all the soundtracks are. Um, and on Twitter, I yeah. Twitter, I, I post a lot of like uh, works in progress and stuff from various things. So that's probably where people can find like the newest stuff. <laughs> and then quite um, most of your soundtracks are on Bandcamp for people to download. Um... Most of them, most of the future ones will be distributed and all of the usual stuff i will hopefully be working with a label on um show me come home pine hearts and potentially future ones um we'll see about that that whole thing is in the works we'll see all that stuff <laughs> so that sounds good um and obviously pine hearts and show me come home are both hopefully releasing next year yeah <laughs> so i mean i think it's it i've i've quite came to the end of the questions i had for for yourself Ethan. i don't know if there's anything you would like to talk about at all i don't think there's too much um i think we've covered most most of what i have to share <laughs> <laughs> excellent well it's been a been a absolute pleasure having you on thank you for i'm, I'm glad we were able to uh do this this was uh really really fun uh, it's definitely a new experience for me being on a a podcast. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I've I've put you at ease and not put you under yeah. too much pressure. Yeah, and <laughs> but no, it's been a been an absolute pleasure having you on. And, um, yeah. yeah, best of luck with everything coming up. Thank you so much for arranging. And I'd once again like to thank Ethan for taking time out of his schedule to chat to myself. As always, Beats and Bleeps will be back next week with another episode. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. I'd also like to thank you very much for listening to the episode and supporting the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs>